Thank you so much for doing this because I know how crazy busy you are all the time and there are so many topics we could cover because your abundant life is like the philanthropy, the children's books, actress, producer, you have your own production company. It's endless. What I think everybody would be really interested in is you're such an icon. You've been in this business for so long, which is already a feat. How have you navigated that world as a woman in this industry for so many years? Honestly, I think it's luck. Um, I, I, I think it's luck paired with a sort of facility as a human to shapeshift into whatever it needs to be that I'm doing. And I've done many, many things. Um, a lot out of necessity, either be it based on my marriage and my family needs or financial needs or trying to stay home and be with my kids. And, you know, I, I, I did a lot of horror movies and it's very hard to make a case for them. And I've had to make a case for them or I've been able to make a case for them for 44 years because I don't like them. I scare easily. I don't enjoy those kind of movies. And I, the last thing in the world I would want to do is go to one of those. And yet they're the very thing that has given me my creative life and my financial life. And so I try to have integrity by being honest. And like I can sell that and tell you I don't like it, but maybe you will. So I think it's more than anything, Robin, it's putting yourself in the path of things and not being rigid around what you think you should be doing. And in our industry, there's a lot of other people are doing things and you feel like they are doing better things than you. Or, wow, look at what they're getting to do and I don't get to do that. And I've tried to let go of that as much as I can and just put myself in the path of whatever comes my way. That is a very balanced human being, I have to say, because... And I'm sober. It's adaptability. Oh, it's total the, adaptability. The more yes. adaptable you are, the more selective you can be. Yes, and the selection is, do I do it or not? That's all I want. Yeah. Not. Oh, I have this or this or this. Like I haven't been that person. It's it's been if work comes to me, there's a reason it's coming to me, and then my choice is either do it or don't. And a flexibility. Uh, there's an emotional flexibility that I have. I think as I, I threw in at the end there, I'm sober. And I think being sober actually gives me a real emotional flexibility. I'm not burdened by uh, sort of an addictive brain. Um, I'm, I'm free from that. I'm very free. I'm, I'm sort of free as a person. I'm free as a friend. I'm free, you know, I'm, I'm trying not to be too in my head about anything because if I get in my head, it's, it's not necessarily a good neighborhood uh, for me to go in by myself. <laughs> that is such a great word for the head. It's not a good neighborhood. No. What inspired you to take out a production company? Again, putting myself in the path of something. So I found myself once again, uh, in a genre that I didn't expect to be in ever again. And it was super successful. And that gave me an opportunity to, to find a creative home 
which I've been sort of looking for my whole life. I've been very much a lone wolf. And I wait. Very... When you say genre, are you talking about the the Halloween horror yeah. Yeah. phenomenon? Yes. That yeah. All of a sudden, I did Halloween, and then in the process of that, other things have come my way that have been successful, really right. successful. And so, all of a sudden, I am finding myself now in a position where I found a home, a creative home, and. The very thing I've been trying to do on my own, I now feel like I have a little bit of a nest to do it in, a little bit of, not too much, but an, enough support that there's an actual destination place for this possible work that I'm going to try to do. And that's where being a producer comes in, where I can now bring things that I find and three or four of these times they've gone, yeah, let's buy that book. Let's develop that TV series. Let's try this. So on top of it all, something I've been trying to do since I was, by the way, 19 years old. I've been trying to develop things since I was 19 years old. I have a sitcom idea that I wrote when I was 19 years old with another actress called Right Out of Russia about two defecting Russian ballerinas who defect into, you know, basically from the Bolshoi and defect and end up living in a basement apartment in Brooklyn together. And it was, it was, you know, I was 19 years old and I was writing this thing with this actress named Eddie Benton. Wow. At 19. So I've been an idea girl my whole creative life. And I have things I've written, ideas for movies, ideas for uh, pilots, um, and, and have tried over these years without really any support to get things going. And I just haven't had that opportunity until the success of Halloween 2018 and then the success of Knives Out and then the success of Everything Everywhere All at Once. All of a sudden now I'm having an opportunity to, to be creative in a way that I've been wanting to do for a very long time and haven't had a chance. My last question for you. I would love for you just to tell us about your charity. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. My hand in yours and how just the inception of that. Was it you? Was it someone else? Was it the state of the world? Was it all the above? So for a very long time, I don't remember really when, but as soon as something happened in someone's life that I knew, I'm a note writer, I'm a gift giver. You know, it's my love language I've learned is gift giving. Um, and so if someone had something happen, there was a death in the family, a loss of obviously a loved one, I would make some sort of gesture. I would either send books or whatever, and I will always write on a card, you know, I'm so sorry to hear about what happened, blah, blah, blah. And on the bottom, I would say, my hand in yours, Jamie. And it was just a phrase that I've used for a very long time in my own note writing. And... Before COVID, I, I'm involved with Children's Hospital Los Angeles, and I was trying to figure out a way to, to um, connect philanthropically with them more than just giving money. And I have collected the work of an artist named Ann Ricketts, and she's a sculptor. And these are, are those friends. boots? They're little feet. They're little feet. And I, for instance, with sober friends, will give them these beautiful little bronze feet. They're very heavy. 
Um, and I will remind my sober friends to be where their feet are um, oh. as a way to remember to get out of your head. Be where you are. So I called Ann Ricketts and I asked her if she would make a sculpture of two hands holding. And again, it's a small little bronze sculpture. And my idea originally was that I would sell them on Instagram, that I would um, start a company called My Hand and Yours and that we would sell it on Instagram. And COVID hit while I was in production. And I met a website designer through friends and I called him and said, so I'm gonna sell these on Instagram, but do you think I should have a website? And he, I told him about the idea. And he said to me, how many did you order? And I said, I ordered a hundred. You know, cause I'm underwriting them. And he said to me, Jamie, you'll sell those in a day. Um, people are gonna want to participate in this. A hundred percent of the profit of, not excuse me, a hundred percent of all sales goes to Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. So he said people are going to want to give to Children's through the getting of the sculpture. And he said you're going to need a lot more items and you need some lower price point items. And so what started out as like a little idea has now become a, a company that we run a business out of my offices. And yeah, I think we have 30 items on our little store and 100% of every sale is sent to children. So it's a marketplace that is a little bit of a way to connect people to philanthropy and they still get really cool shit. So wonderful. Wow. For the women.